It's time, it's time, it's time for a moment with Terry. Today's scripture reading is taken from Acts 16, verses 16 to 44. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days, and finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating custom, customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself. We're all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, Release those men. The jailer told Paul, The magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave. Go in peace. But Paul said to the officers, They beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens, and threw us into the prison. And now do they want to get rid of us quietly? No. Let them come themselves and escort us out. The officers reported this to the magistrates, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escort them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydia's house, where they met with the brothers and sisters and, and encouraged them. Then they left. You are here 
message but a message nonetheless I want to talk to us this morning on the topic of praise as a purpose praise as a purpose and we before we go in let us just go to God in prayer father God this morning we thank you for who you are and what you are to us we thank you for your mercy and for your great grace for your loving kindness we thank you God that you loved us so much that while we were yet sinners, you sent your son to cry, to, to, to die for us. And Lord God, today as we come, I pray God that you will be with us, that you will remove every spirit of distraction. I pray God that self will be slain and that you be exalted. I pray God, even now that as I speak, it will be you who speaks. Holy Spirit, my friend, my comfort, I depend on you and you alone. I lean not on my own intellect, but only on what you are directing me to, towards. We just praise you, we honor you, we glorify you. In the strong and mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Praise as a purpose. What is praise? Praise is defined as the act of offering homage in words or song as an act of worship purpose purpose is said to be the reason for which something exists or is done praise therefore praise as a purpose can therefore be defined as the act of offering great homage to god as an act of worship in other words simply put we exist to worship man exists to worship and to praise God and that is our purpose to worship and to praise God when we look at the text that we just read I want us to look at it from under three headings the first is our situation must not silence our praise. Our situation must not silence our praise. We are often quick and find it easy to praise when all is well, when everything is going well. We are when we are on top of the mountain, we are we it's easy to praise. But the minute things turn, when things are not the way we want them to be, we find it difficult to praise. We can't praise anymore. We shift to become beggars and whiners. So when, while we used to praise God, we just shift into a position of begging. Lord, do this. God, do this. If you do this for me, I will do that. We, we, we just continue to beg 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 and lord why me why is this happening why me why not you god never promised that we wouldn't have challenges he didn't promise us that he did however promised us that he would never leave neither would he forsake us he inhabits our very praises so our purpose therefore even in our difficult times is to praise him 
Let us look at Paul and Silas in their situation. These men were about doing God's business. And then all of a sudden, because they, they grew tired of this, this girl who was basically just annoying them. They were accused by the citizenry. They were accused by the owners who were benefiting from this girl's actions. Not only were they abused, they were beaten. They were beaten. They were put in jail. Not only were they just put in jail, but they were put in that section of the jail that, is res that was reserved for the most dangerous and hardened criminals. They were put into the inner part of the jail. Not only were they put in the inner part of the jail, they were put in stocks. Their feet were put in stocks. That means not only were they locked in by a cell door, they were, they were restricted in movement by the stock that were placed on their feet. So they couldn't even walk as freely in the cell as they would probably would have wanted. Many of us today are in a similar position. What do I mean by that? Many of us have been beaten and bruised and abused. And we have been locked in prisons in our minds. All of us presently are locked in a prison called COVID-19. Some of us are living in a city where there is a lockdown so there is no freedom of expression there is no freedom to go about as you would like to be they couldn't see each other we can't see our families i remember just a couple months ago while i was i was in the hospital i couldn't see my loved ones they couldn't see me and right now there are many people around this world who are dying lonely deaths they cannot see their loved ones their loved ones cannot see them it's like being in a prison <laughs> yet the scripture says that at midnight they started to pray and sing hymns I can imagine and hearing Saul, Paul and, and Silas singing, you are here. You are here in this place. You're working in this place. We are in this darkness and we are, we are bound and we are locked up. But you're working in this place. Father God, Holy Spirit, you're in here with us. You are here and God, we call on you. We bow before you. We, we, we adore you. You are our great high priest. We are bound by chains, but we are free in your presence because in your presence, there is liberty. Man can take away your freedom, but once you're in God's presence, once you're in his presence, there's liberty because in God's presence, there is liberty and joy. Today, my brothers and sisters, even as we are in, many of us are, are in our 
prison situations, you know, bound by sickness and lack of finances and lack of uh, uh, poor relationships. We are, we are in prison and prison type conditions. The word says, according to these two men, the examples that they gave was that they worshiped. They not only worshiped, they prayed to God. They, they, they were willing to put their situation aside and look to who God was. It wasn't only just to praise, it was to show those around them and that who their God was. And so are we to do today. As we face our challenges, as we face our trials, as we face our prison situations, we have to make sure that others will know that we are God's children. First uh, Peter 4.16 says that if a Christian suffers, he should not be ashamed but glorify God. And we're saying today that we are going to glorify God regardless of what our situation is. It may be less than desirable. It may be daunting. It may be pressuring, frustrating even. But remember that God is, and God is a reward of them who diligently seeking, seek him. Remember that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything we may ask or think of him in our praises we are accomplishing the purpose that god has for us and our purpose is just to worship and to praise him secondly as we move on our praises open prison doors and you know the, 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 the thing that I found so very encouraging as I read this text. As Paul and Silas prayed, the scripture says the very foundation of the, the, the prison was shaken. And the, the thing that really speaks to me is that all the prison doors were open and all chains were loosed. All. It wasn't only Paul and Silas that received a, a, a liberty that their chains fell off and their prison door, their cell door was open. It said all, every prisoner in that cell benefited from the praise and prayer of Paul and Silas. What does that mean to us? We are all aware of our brothers and sisters who are going through a prison type kind of an experience. It may be different for different persons and we are praying but I'm encouraged to tell us today that not only must we pray we must praise we must praise them through the situation we must sing songs of praise and worship we must praise God in in his sanctuary we must praise him like what we are today and I'm, 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 I'm encouraging each one of us to join me in worship and praise for those of us who are who are at this point today being restored 
tricked and frustrated and disappointed even by sickness and, and, and so many other things. Let us pray together. Let us worship together. Let us praise God. Not only pray for them, but let us worship and praise them through the situation. The word says, if God inhabits our praises, then where our praises are, God is. As we praise, blessing comes. And I'm encouraging us today. Let us praise God. Praise him with every fiber of our being. Let us just praise him. Praise him, praise him, praise him. And never let go. Let us call on the mighty name of Jesus. That name that is above every other name. That name that, that at the very mention of it, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Let us praise. Let's call his name. Let us glorify his name. Let us lean not unto our own understanding. Let us acknowledge him in all our ways and let us just praise him. Let us praise each other. Let us praise God. You know, sometimes we have, we have all been praying and asking, but there comes a time when we need to just praise. You know, as for my family, we have been asking about a particular situation, and you know, we have gotten to a point where we are no longer asking. We are just praising. We are saying, thank you, God. Thank you for delivering. Thank you for answering prayers. We are praising you that you are God and you are able. We are praising you that you are the, 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 the great provider your Jehovah Jireh we are praising you when I was in the hospital and and when I get got back home I'm hearing so so many reports of, of, of people just praising no longer the praying they got to a point when they were praying for my healing they were praying for 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 my deliverance from death but they got to a point where they started to praise they started to give God thanks they started to go around the wall of Jericho and they gave a mighty shout and the walls fell down that is how I felt I felt that people were circling in praise and they were giving praises and they gave a mighty shout and healing came the wall of death was destroyed and I was able to come out and say oh death where is thy victory oh grave oh God we just worship you we worship you this morning God, we give way, we give way to your Lordship. We bow in your presence. We bow before you, we bow before you, we declare you Lord. We declare you King and ruler of our lives. God, we say we surrender before you. We are no longer bound. We are no longer a slave to fear because we are a child of God. We are no longer a slave to fear. We are not afraid anymore because you're God and because we're not afraid we're going to praise you regardless of what we're going to praise you on the hilltop we're going to praise you in the valley we're going to praise you because you're God on the mountains and you're still the same God in the valley when the valley is dark like 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 David declared though hey, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil because thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I am not going to be afraid because of my enemies. I'm not going to fear my enemies because you are going to overcome them. Not only will you overcome them, you're going to prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. 
Not only that, you're going to anoint my head with oil. I am going to receive your anointing. I'm going to praise you in the valley as I praised you on the mountain. And my brothers and sisters, I'm saying to us today, while you praise him in the mountain on the mountains, remember to praise him in the valley. Hallelujah. I want us to also move to the third point. Is that our praise brings salvation. Let us look at this. The prison, the, the prison doors were open. The chains were loose, released. But Paul and Silas did not lead a jailbreak. They remained in place. They didn't move. You and I, I think maybe in a situation like that, the minute you see the door open here, you're gone. But Paul and Silas remained in place. Why? Did you ever imagine why? Why didn't they lead a jailbreak? I deposit this morning that they did not lead a jailbreak. Because the purpose of their praise was not yet fulfilled. Our praises bring salvation. As Paul and Silas prayed and praised, they showed to the prisoners around them who their God was. The might and power of their God. That was accomplished. But when the door was opened and the chains were released, there was another part of the praise and prayer that was yet to be achieved. And that was the salvation of the jailer and his family. If Paul and Silas had just immediately rushed out from the jail, the jailer would have killed himself. And he and his family would not have received the salvation for which Paul and Silas prayed and praised. As we praise, my brothers and sisters, as we pray and praise, let us look for the results. Let us not look for only for the obvious results. The obvious result was the opening of the prison doors and the cell, the, the chains being released. That was obvious. That was clear to see. The part that was unseen to most was that the opportunity for salvation was also in the mix. Look at this. Remember that the release of Paul and Silas was already provided for. God had already provided for that. He had already made provision 
because as we as we read near to the end of this text we see where the men who had put him in prison were the same ones who gave instructions for them to be released paul re re refused to walk out he said that you 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 had me beaten you put me in the inner cell you put me in stocks and i'm a roman citizen you are not allowed to do that and you you put me in prison publicly but you want to release me privately you better come do that yourself i'm not walking out of here you have to come release me so i'm saying that god has already made provision for paul and silas to leave prison not only for them to leave prison but they were to leave in style the men who humiliated them were themselves to become humiliated because they had to go back against their word. They had to do this in public so that people realize that the powers that they think they had, they didn't. So the release of Paul and Silas was already taken care of. So why, why would God release the doors and release the chains? It wasn't to set them free. It was to show these men, these other prisoners, because the scripture says that these men were not praying and praising in silence. They heard them. They heard Paul and Silas declaring, wherever I am, I will praise you. Wherever I go, I will praise you because your love surrounds me like a mighty sea. In this place, I'm lifting up the name of Jesus. I am praising the name of Jesus because the name of Jesus lifted me. They were in jail, but they were willing to praise. And the scripture says that as the jailer came and drew his sword to kill himself, Paul declared, do thyself no harm. We are all here. And the jailer immediately, immediately recognized the power that he was in a great, in the presence of a greater power, a greater authority. He came to Paul and said, what must I do to be saved? He recognized he needed salvation. And that is the effect of our prayer and our praise. We have to praise and pray people out of prison. We have to pray and praise God so others will see the light on the hill that cannot be hid. We can't pray in secret. We can't praise in secret. Daniel opened his windows and prayed and the whole city saw him. Because his prayers benefited many people and he continues to benefit us today. So as we praise, remember that praise is a purpose. It's our purpose. It is our purpose. God has put us here. To praise and worship him. To serve him in spirit and in truth. To serve him like there is no tomorrow. Like, like the psalmist says, we, we must 
praise the Lord with every fiber of our brain. We must praise him with the harp and timbrel. We must praise him. Uh, every, it says everything that has breath. Meaning, as long as you're living, as long as you're alive, as long as you're able to talk, to even think, even if it can't come out of your mouth, think it into being. But praise God. Praise Him in your situation. Praise Him. Praise Him. Many of us are discouraged this morning. Many of us are, are, are sitting here wondering what next. What do I do next? Where do I go next? I put it into your spirit today. That the place that you are to go is to go to God in prayer and praise. Just praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Jesus, your God. Father in heaven, we thank you this morning for the power of your word. We thank you, Lord God, that you are God and, and, and you are glorified. Father God, as we face our prison-like situations, as we face our valley circumstances, we... We pray, God, that you will enable us, that you will invigorate us, that you, you will cause us to praise you. Praise through the situation. Praise you with every fiber of our being. We will sing praises, not only for our own benefit, but to the benefit of all who we know. For our loved ones, cause us to sing praises. Cause us to praise you on their behalf. Even if they don't know how or they don't want to. It didn't, the scripture didn't say that the prisoners had joined in praises. The scripture says that they heard and they were listening. But God, as Paul and Silas continued to pray and praise, they benefited. Cause us to be praying and praising for our loved ones. That they too will benefit from your presence. They will benefit from your anointing. They will benefit from your, from, from, from your intervention. God, we just give you glory today. We come against every, every weapon that is formed against your people. Every weapon that would cause your people to want to lock themselves away even into their block themselves up in their minds they are free physically to walk around but they're in prison in their minds god cause us our minds to be free bob marley said and sang emancipate yourselves from mental slavery none can God cause your people just to be free. To free our minds. Free our thoughts. We give you glory today, Lord, and we honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen.